Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Along to the Wise and Say podcast, where we are talking about Sunderland's draw at Crystal Palace. Still yeah. outside, Crystal yeah. Palace, Southampton. no Southampton. <laughs> we did draw Crystal Palace. We won a Crystal Palace and we drew it home at Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah. again. So I was trying it's, to save you. Crystal Palace. You, know, you, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it on the chin. We were talking about Crystal Palace before the mics come on. Did can you I, take can I have the, that one? Did, but did you can take that, that last-minute equaliser on the chin? No, I didn't. I'm absolutely devastated. Yeah. And this is what I want to talk about. We're joined by Rory Fallow and <laughs> Chris Young from the Sunderland Echo. Chris, you were down there. Good trip, apart from the uh, the last minute. Apart from the last minute equaliser, mm. I can't I can't remember coming away from a Sunderland game in a long, long time, feeling so utterly, utterly dejected. Same. Absolutely same. And I'm, I was making this point earlier today to somebody saying, now because we've been winning all the derbies, I, I I forgot what this felt. This, this yeah. is the most gutted I've felt after a game for a long time. Yet we're sitting outside the bottom three still. I keep making the same point, reiterating the same point that uh, after the Man City game, it looked like we had too much to do. I was I was going to say if somebody told you back then we'd be out of the bottom three now, you'd have taken it. I think you probably would have taken it on Friday or on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm, probably. Because not a lot of people fancied us to get anything at Southampton. Newcastle at home at Bournemouth. Norwich were going to Swansea. It just could have been, been three points clear. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. You'd have taken a draw before the game, but it's, it's the way it's, it's the manner, hasn't it? Yeah. You'd yeah. have taken a draw probably at half-time or yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. minutes left, Definitely. wouldn't you? Yeah. I just felt the game, the way it was going, Like I thought this is the kind of game where... I had a feeling we were going to score. And we talked about it on IDL, about Defoe. You know, he will... He doesn't go too many games without scoring and he'll, be a ch- he'll get a chance. Like, this. he'll sniff one out and he took it. Just thought that's that. And then... I don't know, I just... You can't, you, can I you, mean, can it, you... Seemed, it just seemed cruel. I know they could have defended it better and all that. And, but, like, really, like, nine out of ten times and from that situation, you'd see the game out and... I don't know, it just, it just seemed really harsh for them. Was there a mental thing there, Chris, like when, with the defending? When, 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 we, when we went a goal up, do you think it was almost like the players panicked and thought, oh, God, we've got a, we, we've got a chance of taking this here rather than just composing themselves? Yeah, I know, I know a lot of people have raised the point about the sub, whether he should have brought Kirchhoff on and put O'Shea on. And I, I didn't have I, a problem with that at the time. No, O'Shea I mean, should be experienced enough. He's played a yeah, midfield a lot through his career. He should I be mean, experienced I, enough to... Kirchhoff, Kirchhoff was, was knackered for yeah. that for the 20 minutes up to it, as he was um, against Palace, uh, which is perhaps an issue going on into the season when suddenly they've got at least one game where they'll have to rearrange and probably play in midweek. That's probably can, two if Arsenal get the exactly. semi-final, which you'd expect. Really. Um, but yeah, so I could, I could, I could, I could, like you, I could see the logic in doing it. Um, the issue for me was that they tended to just sit too deep. Um, and Southampton threw Van Dijk up top, uh, and that left-hand side had been their, their big threat throughout the game. Um, they'd had a lot of joy down there, and Sunderland had managed to defend it pretty well up to that point, and then it all went wrong at the death. Frustrating. Just 
So yeah, I think, went I, too I, I deep, though. You're, you're yeah, making but a point. Thing, even if you go, but if you do, there's enough bodies in there to defend, yeah. though, and the goal doesn't come because there's too many bodies, and, yeah, they invited it, but there's enough back there to stop it. And O'Shea's just got his, his body's the wrong... He's got the wrong side. He's just... His body shape when Van Dijk kick, mm. kicks the and ball. You've got, you got, you got too much space to get the ball yeah. into the box as well. We looked like we were just panicking, a bit overexcited as well, like yeah. just... Ch- chasing like last must di- dived into the challenge just you before. You didn't that. see an equaliser in the script, did you? No. When we scored, no, you, no. You, you, you didn't see an equaliser coming. No, all. and you could just see Sam going about how it was his perfect mm. game. He got that clean sheet. They defended well. No need produced saves. It was a double to. whammy for me because I watched the game and, and I just I didn't log on to Twitter the whole time. At half time I did, but I didn't for the first half, didn't for the second half. So I had no idea how other sides were getting on either. So then we conceded that I was so good at it, and then I saw the other teams lost, and I was like, oh no! Well, it oh, kind yeah, of makes a good thing. no, it's not. I know what you're saying, but it kind of makes it worse because it's it sort of it's hammers home. Yeah, yeah, it hammers home the yeah. opportunity. Taking a yeah. sweet shop window. Yeah. As my dad likes to say, that's, that's what Sunderland you know, did. To be three points ahead. You know, potentially going into the derby because Newcastle have got to go to Leicester. With a better goal difference as well. A better goal difference. That would have been, you know, to think. Imagine you win there and you. And it just would have put all the pressure on Newcastle. Clear in Newcastle. I mean, Norwich, Norwich, Newcastle, and Sunderland. It's like a little mini league. It's strange how we've all got to play each other. And really, you you just feel as though. I mean, in some ways, it could be argued that because it's two from three. I would say we've got a slight advantage because I think out of the three teams we're playing the best. Oh, question. And also, I would say that it reduces because we've all got to play each other. It reduces the amount of points required to stay up. I would say you don't. You're not going to need 40 points no, because it's no, between no. three. You probably, maybe, you might be able to get away with 36. Yeah. Because one, you're taking points off each other. Um, so you know, really, that only leaves seven seven games remaining after those two fixtures. If if you can win, if you can beat, if you can win your mini league like Rompit, basically beat Newcastle and Norwich. If you're a Sunderland fan, then you're six points better off. Yeah. Is there any way that anybody <clears throat> thinks the the pressure going into that derby helps us a little bit in, in a strange sort of way? I think there's still there's, more there's pressure. Absolutely no complacency whatsoever can creep in. This is now suddenly a game. They've got two weeks to stew on mm-hmm. it, and they're going to train for it and prepare for this game. Does that help in any way? Clutching straws. I, I think hit. a lot might depend on what happens up the road with the McLaren situation. Mm. I think, as, we, as we've seen so often, with crazily with the with Poyet, they're going to do the Sunderland model here, aren't they? <laughs> no, but Everyone. he needs to be in place for the second game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, so well, they need exactly. to sack him before, before Leicester. Before Monday, they're yeah. doing it the wrong yeah. way around if they bring him in after the after they play Leicester. Because because he always know. lose the first game yeah. with the new manager. But they've clearly got nobody lined up. I mean. What, should somebody be listening to this now and they've made, they've made the point? <laughs> you'd want it, you'd want it. You, you could just add, here's a shout for you. A classic Newcastle-type appointment. They'll give it a couple more days, then they'll decide they'll sack McLaren, and then they'll have a think, and then what they'll do is they'll promote Peter Beardsley because he understands <laughs> what it means to be a Geordie and be a manager of the Geordie people, <laughs> and everyone will think, oh, great, P- Peter Beardsley's coming... Forgetting that they're under 21s and under 18s, I don't know which one he manages, have been terrible this season yeah. as well. So, you know, I'd, I'd be quite happy for them to make that appointment because that's what they did last time. They get the, I mean, how long did Carver have the job? I mean, he was absolutely dreadful. And he, I mean, we were talking about it off air about, you know, we're, we're doing a relegation special for like, another one for in the light on uh, <laughs> the annual relegation, relegation yeah. special. Um, 
and uh, we we're saying oh, which t- which um, teams shall we shall we get on? Because people are saying it's like you know two from three. Shall we get Palace on? Shall we get Swansea on? And I was like, no, there's no point. And Stephen made the point well. You know, look at Newcastle got sucked in. And I was like, yeah, but they had John Carver. Like <laughs> the, the people who've got half. Norwich the did the, year, Norwich did the year before, though, didn't they? We were just having a look at the league table. When Norwich beat Sunderland, we thought that was curtains a season under Poyard. They were sitting on mm. 32.7 ahead of us. Yeah, but although Sunderland had a couple of games in hand, but yeah. I, I can't see it, uh, anyone above, apart from those two from three. I mean, Particularly, as, Palace, as you say, Gareth, yeah. as they all play each other, that, that's the, those yeah. are the deciding games. Yeah, it is. But in, you know, you, Sunderland are in the best position because they're out at the bottom three at the moment. Um, yeah, Newcastle have got a game in hand, but we'll soon have one. Norwich won't. Um, we might end up having two. Um, if we can get to the derby... Because Norwich played twice before the derby. Yeah. I don't like to count that as a game in hand because it's the same round of games. But Norwich will have played twice before we play again. So they've got... If they're still below us with only seven games left yeah. and we've got nine mm-hmm. games left, they'll be Big block, really yeah. panicking. With new, who've, and they'll they have new, who've they got? They've got Man City next They've got Man week. City and then West know? Brom who have come into form. Yeah, We thought West Brom were going to get dragged in. They're going to finish in Europe. 39 points now, aren't yeah, they? Well, I mean, they, look at the contrast. I mean, they were awful at Newcastle a few weeks ago. Get, somehow managed yeah, to thanks, get a result. Yeah. <laughs> somehow managed to get a result at Everton, and then since then they've been. That was very much it. Somehow yeah, they managed yeah. to get a result, and then they've it? been flying since then. Um, and they got themselves out of it. Obviously, I mean, Palace are the the outside ones because they seem to be finding as yeah, many ways you as can't possible. Ignore to the, lose you can't games. ignore their form. They haven't won since December. They've, I think they've picked up two points. Since December, that's not Newcastle have not, picked up yeah. more points yeah. in that so, time than them. As I said, I just think Norwich, one more. So. I just think one. They'll win one game before the end of the season. I think that'll be enough. Yeah, um, I, I think, I think, I think if, if you have two, six, two or three fewer points, yeah. maybe. I mean, but, the other factors. I guess Newcastle have got Villa, and you could argue that's a gimme. Yeah, true. But I mean, Palace lost it at uh, Villa, didn't they? On their terrible mm. run. I mean, it all depends on do Newcastle sack the manager. I would say it's likely that they will. And that's, I think two that's big a bit things. of a blow, but who, who are they going to replace him with? And, and that's the other thing. You know? Two big things to look at as well is, obviously our points since the turn of the year, much better than Newcastle, much better than Norwich, and yeah. we really look like a team at the minute. Yeah. You look at the way the players reacted to the goal, like yeah. so instantly you can't fake something like that. Yeah. Kirchhoff was like, poor going pretty much. Yeah. Like That's when he came yeah. from like Bayern Munich, yeah. he was going mental at a late goal away to Southampton. Don't say that from Newcastle's players you at don't, the minute. But, uh, Sort of playing devil's advocate, do we worry that this is our good run of form now, and we're not picking up? We're not doing it late enough. We're not using up enough points in this run of form. But we're we're organised. That's a difference. We Mm. don't look. We look hard to beat, don't we? It's something. I mean, we beat. We keep beating ourselves. That mental fragility still there, though, isn't it? Because it it is. Because when Southampton scored, you saw the way they sat deep. They conceded. When Crystal Palace scored, they imploded for eight or nine minutes. And to be fair to them, they recovered. And they end up getting an equaliser. Where last season they would have lost that mm. game four one, probably three one. Well, we <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Alice has said, you know, this basically said for the next two weeks we're going to be defending, practicing, defending, yeah. and like I, th- I, th- I think the med- the mentally fragile about conceding goals and the clean sheet thing is, is weighing heavily yeah. on their minds. I think looking at, when you look to the faces when they came out of the dressing room at Southampton, they were completely shattered and and shell shocked by that by that late equaliser. That that's why that result would have been so important. Getting that clean sheet monkey off their backs, mm. um, getting that nice one nil win that Allardyce had been going on on about for weeks, 
and that that's why I, I fear that it that it's going to go be one, one of two ways. Could, could be such a significant. It's going to go one of two ways. That it depends how you react as mm-hmm. as, a, yeah, yeah. As, as a collective. Then it's a very because like because you that even more of you to put it right. Okay, our next game's a derby. We're going to go out. and We're going to do it again, and we're going to try again and get it right. Or you just or sort it plays of, on your yeah, mind. Plays on yeah. your mind. I mean, yeah. you know some positives in there. You know, Kabul. Oh, there was, there was the lots game. of positives, yeah. You know, from a defensive yeah. perspective, I thought Yedlin did all right. Um, I you know, Corney had a really good yeah, game. Yeah, Corney again. I mean, two centre halves looked very good. really yeah. assured. Corney and, um, and did really I mean, well to make Manone, the goal. who not been a, a big biggest fan of, yeah, well, recently played very well. Yeah. His kicking was good. He claimed um, some crosses. Yeah, yeah. no, he looked confident. Like his attitude was great. You think with Manone as well, we know how much like he thrives on confidence. Like his confidence got shattered last year, and you just really hope he takes a. Mm. Big amount of confidence that because well, he looked really like, deserves yeah. to. He looked like the player that well, the goal, of course, was helpless for. Him. Oh yeah, he couldn't do anything about that. And then another one who you're talking about player of the season from that year. You know, Barini looks Barini like the player. Back. Looks yeah, like the player he was when he was he came back. It was absolutely brilliant energy. He looks like he's gained a yard of pace from somewhere. I mean, he had it's, a lot of dude. I mean, yeah. that ball from Kirchhoff to get him in in that first touch from Barini. Touch burst of paste and tenacity yeah, to, to like yeah. wrestle back to the second ball. That, Being out of the sides helped him, I think, hasn't it? He, he seems to be really, really motivated. I think, again. Well, I think he was, he's hungry, yeah. Yeah, because mm. yeah. he, he seemed to be losing that a little bit. I think he was playing, maybe taking his place for granted week after week. He was just holding away, and I think that's really helped him. You could see that too when he come on against Crystal Palace. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and he's carried that on, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he, saw um, his, he saw it in his celebration, didn't he? Mm. When he mm. Yeah. All that frustration in his face. And one thing... That was interesting then with uh, Defoe going out the side was, uh, and Doyle kept his his place. Um, you were there, Chris. You you can analyse the game better than us. Didn't look like he'd done enough to me. No, he I was letting defenders step ahead of him um, too often. Yeah, me. well, the thing with me is if you put Doyle in ahead of Defoe, then you, you're doing it so he can offer you some sort of outball, some mm. sort of aerial threat, and he didn't win a header that I could really remember. Mm. You, you held it a couple of times, but not enough to justify. Did well, saying, well the four can't hold it, so we're going to give him Doyle no. a go. Yeah. He didn't do an, he didn't do it enough to say, you know, like yeah, it was. A, I understand why he did it and it didn't work, but he made the change yeah. and he, and it worked. So it seemed like the plan massive, was always to yeah. just give him an hour, give wasn't it? Yeah. I, I think that's an obvious change to make for the yeah. derby. Yeah, I haven't got a massive problem with that team selection, even though if it doesn't work, then people say. You, you know, you you yeah. leave yourself open for a lot of criticism. If you come out of that game, we'd lost it, and it would have been well. Why didn't you play the four? As it turned out, he was the one who scored, and then you know we've chucked it in in the last minute. You know, it could have been a lot different, and people would have seen that. Yeah, fair enough. Nobody nobody got any real complaints about that. I don't think afterwards it didn't seem, but um, yeah, I think like you say, it'll be the four definitely will come in, and yeah. you know, I thought. You know, maybe I was like thinking like Kazri didn't have his best game, but I don't know if that was because you look good defensively. But I, like about I, don't know, I don't know if it was because I, I, I like it, I, I like too it when high he expectations of him. He, but I like it when he doesn't when things don't go right for him. Yeah. He keeps going. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't seem to let it phase him. He doesn't. You know, sulk. He doesn't hide yeah. away. He keeps going, and that's really important. I, he I, was carrying the ball yeah, out of our half yeah. really well as well. Yeah. He gets he, the amount of times he'll get through a little group of players and come out with the ball. Yes. You know, I, quite frequent. I think it's a little bit similar to Kirchhoff as well. In there's three games in a week thing that these guys mm. aren't really used to playing at that intensity for three games in a week. It's a break coming at a good time in that in that respect. Then it doesn't feel like it. You feel like you just want. Maybe it's just because it's a derby, but I feel like I just want to get this out of the way as quickly as possible. I, I think they could do with a game next weekend. Well, well, Everton would have been a good one yeah, as well. Everton's result as yeah. well. 
Yeah, good chance to keep momentum. There's no reason why they couldn't have a game. I mean, if they played, you know, the under twenty ones or something, had a low intensity yeah. game or something like that. The under twenty ones playing tonight, aren't they? Yeah, just to keep just to keep it ticking over. Um, I don't think that would be a terrible. I don't think Newcastle would be willing to. Um, but yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, on on the Casri though, I mean, it's like the thing is like, I'm, I watch the games through. I watch the game through uh, <laughs> certain means. I'm sure many as many people would. And again, it's like now. It, I don't know if it's just because there's so much football to watch. Something happens and like the focus on that one little thing, and it was like in the first half when the ball was played back to Van Arnold and he lumped it out. The reason he kicked it out was because the ball was about he, he passed yeah. it a yard out of play, mm. and it came back in. Uh, so he obviously ought to throw it and kicked it, but he didn't play at the whistle. The whistle so that's yeah. a criticism. But I thought, but afterwards they never alluded to the fact that the ball had clearly gone a yard out was, of play. They were like doing they were this, this, like, this problem with like not motivated or something I like that they were trying to make well, a very By the way I found point. out who the core combinator was on the on the thing that I was watching I was singing is this guy a Southampton fan it turned out it was uh, David Prutton former uh, captain of Southampton <laughs> so I was thinking like yeah I, I wondered why the commentary seemed a touch bias this is, this is the punishment you get yeah. for watching by yeah, 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 yeah. it's karma Niall Quinn hates me tell um, me uh, about Jack Rodwell Chris please it, the thing to me is, we had this debate again after he missed two chances at West Ham. He got himself in another decent position. Now it was a harder chance than two we, at we, West Ham. It was, yeah, but he could have. He could have took a touch off. But anyway, well, he, well, like, if he didn't have to side foot, it was one where you you go over the top mm, with the front of your pe- foot. Pe- people you know, control the shot. Don't let it skew off. A lot of people are, um, are dismissing are dismissing the, the fact he's getting in these positions. But I would suggest anyone who's, who's played football to any level remotely w- would understand it. It's a bit of a talent just to get yourself in yeah. that position. Lampard was excellent at it. The difference is Lampard finished his chances yeah. and he spent hours on the training ground and you just wonder, don't you? I've no idea if Rodwell does, but you think this opportunity is there for him. It's, and now we, we, we mentioned, didn't we, when Congerton first came in and he commented and said Barini was the only person who was staying back on the training ground. Now, I've got no idea about how long these players stay Instinctively, I would think Defoe probably works at his mm-hmm. finishing. Mm-hmm. Take Rodwell out with him if, you, if you're not already. I, I, I think the big pro- issue with Rodwell is confidence, not finishing practice, to be fair. I, th- I think as much confidence in his own body. Um, mm. But if he's getting in these positions... Yeah, I, I just think it's... It, it becomes second nature it, if you start it, it, working it's, on it. It's starting to play without thinking for him and not worrying that every time he, he goes at full pelt, he's going to pull up with a hamstring injury again. I think the big thing about with Rodwell in there is... A much better balance in the midfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. him and Via Catamol and Kirchhoff are not all treading on each other's toes. Um, there is someone willing to bridge the gap with the striker. Uh, to be fair, although I think Mvia did that very well as well uh, on Saturday, I thought that was one of his best games in a while. Where yeah. after he a few, he did it. I thought he worked hard. And it's interesting, but we watched it through the we watched it through the telly, and Chris yeah. was there, so that I, th- I thought, I, I, I thought he's different. been he's been very quiet for several weeks, but I thought he, he was starting to get back to. I mean, he's another he one who he's another one who before came to Sunderland hadn't really played a lot of football in, in the year. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that's what that's what's told in the yeah. second half of the season. But they, and then so maybe you know having these two weeks to. Have a little bit of a rest, yeah. you know. Yeah. Might not. I mean, and then again, they've got another two weeks, which a, a break at Easter. It's when crazy. did that ever happen? Games, isn't it? Like, it's just sacrilegious. You should have a game yeah. on yeah. on Friday, and Good Friday, well, it used and to Monday. Be good Friday and Monday. Yeah. And now it's not that anymore. That's gone. But uh, anyway, I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyway, the Christmas you have about nine games, and then like <laughs> then in Mar- every season in March you have two games yeah. or something. It's just stupid. But anyway. 
But with like you're saying about Envia being quiet, is a lot of that not down to Kirchhoff coming in and taking some maybe responsibility. Some responsibility. I mean, we were playing with three rather than two, and we were playing with two for a, you, you look a good at, chunk. You look at the way Kirchhoff plays in game, like dictates games from deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's such a graceful footballer, isn't yeah. he? For like a, such a tall bloke, and he's gangly and how calm he is. I know he's just he's very. I, calm, I just don't think it's any surprise that. When he's tied in the last two games, yeah. the opposition have had the best spells. It's a bit frightening how quickly we... F- not fell yeah. apart, but how quickly we could yeah, keep yeah. all the ball when he went yeah. off on Saturday. Against Palace, it was particularly yeah, noticeable. Very instant, wasn't but, it? But um, I think it's just, you know, the, the way he passes the ball. I mean, simple things, you know, the, the way it passes, the way he passes the ball in front of players to run onto it's in good like areas. It's just first time rather, balls as well. Yeah, it's... Like it looks like sometimes he's played the ball accidentally in his stride, but like he's like overhit yeah. it, but it isn't. It's a you know, balls in behind people, you know, like you were saying, a great ball for Van Arnold. Yeah, like again, just one it's, his first yeah. touch straight mm. through. And great ball to Brini for the sending off, you know, and again, yeah, he's you know, he looks a Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A really great find. I mean... Obviously, he went. He didn't even see him in a game, did he? Allardyce. He went to watch him no, in training, training yeah. for Bayern Munich. So he must have seen something in him. And it's interesting as well. I remember Billy Jones uh, making a comment after he just signed, saying, "What a player he looks." And then obviously he came on at centre half and had a mare. But you know, it looks as though why did we ever try him there? Because he's, in midfield, he's so comfortable. Yeah. I mean, that he says that's his natural position. Then. You know, I, you know, at the bottom in the bottom teams, the deep lying players. You look, he's he's far and away the, oh, in, in yeah. all three teams. And it's what gives you hope, isn't one. it? Because these are still relatively new players and have all improved our team. Oh, Again, if we com- if we comparing it to Norwich and, and Newcastle, look at Newcastle and Shelby's coming. He's made a difference, but the other new signings have been on the bench that haven't been well, playing. This Townsend's is injured, isn't he? Yeah, which you don't you, you just know what you're going to get. Touch wood, because obviously yeah. he'll score half um, against us. Now I say that. But, but even Norwich as well, when they got they had Neil Smith and then he scored on his day. Debut and scored against Liverpool. He scored against Liverpool, and, yeah. and you thought, oh, he's, he's went a little bit quiet. I don't even know if he's been playing. I think he played, he played um, at the weekend. He played off the front, so oh, I don't well, know where Hulahan played. I don't know if he played wide or deep in midfield. It's always going to be his best position, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, joke, always joke about you know winning the like Newcastle won the transfer window and all this kind of thing because that's what they always go on like. But you know, you look at something like that Doomby, the fact they have to be Riviera up front. Yeah, yeah. You know, Perez can't get in at the moment, even though he's. By far and away, one of their best players. You know, and you look at what we've bought, and it's just worked. I mean, and Doyle, yeah, there's question marks, but at least you can 
see some of the logic in, in that signing somebody who's ready to play so and he's played in the Premier League before as well something different up front you know someone who's going to hold it and yeah it didn't work for him on Saturday but it did work for him against Man United yeah. so he's not going to be like the key contributor but you can see his mm. relative value to the squad even though he's not the best player in the world and let's be honest Sunderland aren't going to be able to sign loads of yeah. brilliant players gives us a different option and at least this well. time he managed to get through January and come out with three good players rather than coming out with like a Minus. Not Alfred and Dyer. This is the worry. <laughs> Alfred and Dyer. I mean, it's scored a, on his birthday. I mean, exactly. what a, what a present. That's a, well. g- a gift to the world. That's what I would it's say. the irony, isn't it, though, that we're worried about that we've had rotten transfer windows and we've stayed up with rotten teams and now we think, oh, actually, we've had a good transfer window. These players are good. We're going to go down quite, at the end of it. I actually quite like, like, like them. Do you well, know what I I think it's the first good transfer window. Yeah. I think since, since certainly since are enjoying going Bruce's to games last again, January or the yeah. summer before the summer maybe where he had signed Bent and things yeah. like that maybe 2009 yeah I mean it's the first good transfer winner since Bruce was in charge regardless yeah. isn't it I mean, I mean, when, when what was the last especially January probably the one when Cesc oh. Montari came in oh, yeah. Yeah. 2011 oh, like, but Montari was pretty terrible wasn't he he did a job though scored that last minute goal with Bolton that was class probably an own goal maybe the one where they brought him well back on line that summer yeah, well, that was uh, well, when we But Bruce had a good league's first two. No, no, I think that was the season. Season, yeah. season, after. He had a season we brought in yeah. Jan, though. Yeah, let's oh, get it. Yeah, yeah that, that was what was so disappointing with Bruce, though, because his, it was final, that last his final one awful. contrasted so much with yeah. his previous it like ones. Blue, it was like the blueprint for, for future transfer windows, <laughs> wasn't it? Because we had so many rubbish players, it was like we need to buy more players to replace them, but unfortunately we kept on buying really rubbish players. Um, but, you know, it, it sort of continued in some similar vein this, this, this summer. But they have addressed it, and you know, you look at someone like Kone, who's, you know, really seems to have bought into what it's all about. You know, he's obviously these are players are happy and grateful to be in the Premier yeah. League, and it's it's gone, it's been displayed in the play, and like maybe when players come to Sunderland, they don't realise, you know, what like the kind of club it is, and it is a you know a big club historically, and it's got a big fan base, and there's you know the away followings, you know, never dip, and you know maybe they come in and. They see how well received they are just after like one good game, and you, you know they play off each other. You know it was great yeah. to see them, you know they're getting that assist and like yeah yeah this has know. got to count for something, hasn't it? The, the feel forget about the Johnson thing because that clearly contrasts with everything. But generally, when you're talking about the players on the pitch at the minute and the fans going to the game, there's a mm. bit of a feel good factor. Yeah, I mean, the, and the, it contrasts with what you're seeing at Newcastle. It contrasts yeah. with what you're well, seeing. You look, you look John, at the, way the, the Johnson thing isn't going to affect players no, on the pitch. I don't no. think you look at the it's you look at the look at the faces of players on the pitch yeah. when they're playing. Yeah, they're enjoying you know, it. You look, aren't at, you look at like you know someone like John Joe Shelby, Newcastle, who's going around. I mean, he's not. I mean, I'm not exactly an oil paint myself, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> John Joe Shelby's. You know, Didn't in his own discussion, class, John Joe isn't Shelby's he? looks yeah. tonight. John Joe Shelby's not as good looking as Jan Kirchhoff. No, he right, absolutely. And that's why we'll stay up. And that's why we'll stay up. It's a very um, good point, I've got to say, yeah. But he's walking around scouting. <laughs> we do have a very good looking squad. We he's do. a scout, He's a scout. you know. I mean, imagine if Seb was in that midfield. Seb, Barini. Although we got rid of Gomez. Barini, Gomez. Well, imagine if that midfield. Oh. Kirchhoff, Gomez, and Larson. They would just be like people drooling. Is there a point to this? Um, well, just yeah. <laughs> players anyway, are enjoying the football. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and looking good doing it. Looking good doing it. Yeah, he's got um, all giddy, hasn't he? I but Shelby does just. It was, you look at them and they're just scowling, like they're frustrated and they're miserable and they're unhappy when they're playing. And whether that pressure will be relieved 
and there'll be a bit of that in Norwich as well. You know, they're, they're not going to be enjoying it. I mean, Norwich have taken one point from 27. Mm. This, this, yeah. I mean, that is it's relegation form. They're going know. back to it. That's the that's the fear though that Sunderland have played well for yeah. a month or two. But I'd rather really play. I'd rather we've got we've got they'd rather be in our position, though. wouldn't they? They should, but Since I mean, Christmas they should have well, should have beat Southampton, should have beat yeah. Palace, but should have got something at West Ham. But there's probably games where you look at it. We shouldn't really have got anything at Liverpool. We nick the point. Yeah, but there's not been a lot. When we had a bit, we shouldn't really have got anything. It depends, you know, if you're half glass empty, half glass full person, doesn't it? Because you you could say, well, we're we're playing this this well, and we're only going to improve. I'd rather rather be playing well and not. Not I'd rather be in Sunderland's position at the moment. Yes, I mean games like Watford last game of the season. Suddenly that looks like a. an attractive proposition when you think they're going to be on the beach by then. Yeah. Stoke as well, as well. You don't know it's where. Interesting when you, team, like, like it's interesting when moment. you look at the fixtures. You can kind of group them and say, so, like, obviously we've been talking about Newcastle and Norwich take at least four points from them. You look at Arsenal, Chelsea, and uh, Leicester at home. At least three point. Try and get at least three points there. Stoke away and Watford away. Try and get nick a win there. And when you group that, I know it's easy to do that and doesn't yeah. work like that on paper, but. When you group those remaining fixtures together and think if we play like we have over the last six, and like you hadn't saying, where by the time we play Watford, by the time we play Chelsea, you know, Chelsea might be thinking of Champions League mm. semi final, whatever. Well, by that's the, time the thing. We play you, them. you want Arsenal to get as far as they can in the FA Cup and still be in the title race. You want Chelsea to be yeah. in there. And you know, Chelsea, that's a bad result for them at the weekend because I would, I would, they were 22 to want to finish fourth. I looked at yeah. it last week, they were only eight points off. I mean, well, they probably left. They'll, the results went for them at the weekend, didn't they? So there'll be seven off. No, no, they didn't. Man City won, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, Man City won so 4 0. Yeah, so there'll be, they won't be uh, as as close anyway. But I thought, you know, if they'd won at the weekend, they'd still in with a, an outside bet because mm. they've got some very good players. And, you know, it's easy to go on a little run. Do you think Hiddink would be bothered, though? I think he'd just rather win the Champions well, League, have that on his CV. He's, well, he's wouldn't. unbeaten in 12, isn't he? So I think. Oh, yeah, but I just mean in terms of. Yeah, but anyway, you know. I, I just thought, you know, it would be good if, I guess the point is, it would be good if these play, these teams are still fighting on all fronts. You know, Leicester, you know, watch them. We'd beat Leicester here, I'm telling you. Stephen's I've, been I've, saying I've this for this, a while. I've had this feeling for ages, that's a game we'll win here. But the, the pressure, you know, they're the, the, the 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 yeah. I mean, you already see, they're, they're already playing with a, a bit more tension. Yeah. Leicester having to grind results out now. Um, Teams are getting wise to that yeah, counter attack. They're, they're thing, nowhere near they? as free flowing. You know, you go and you play Man City away, and Man City are going to play a lot more open yeah. than teams like Sunderland. Norwich, Sunderland. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling Watford. you, we, we'll beat them away. I'm telling you. Um, we are that. If you were playing like that, and we go back to talking about how we're going to work on defending, apparently going in the Newcastle game, you'd want us to be playing like that, especially against Newcastle, wouldn't you? Sitting a bit deeper. Give them possession because we're good at defending the edge of our own box and limiting opportunities. And doing that against Leicester as well would frustrate. Well, the thing, them. I, I just think it's important that they don't forget the to get the balance right because we do look. You know, you might be better off like surrendering because you, you can't win without scoring goals. Oh, so yeah. it's you don't want to drill out that attacking threat because we have been very potent um, goal wise. You know, since especially since Christmas and. As I say, you know, we only scored 31 goals in the entirety last season. Yeah, I yeah. think we've scored be, 32 to, now. So To be fair, I think, the, I think the balance has been pretty decent over recent weeks. Yeah. It's just those crazy mistakes. moments and mistakes, isn't it? I mean, you, you look at the Sioux Southampton games and we've given that home game away on a, Ridiculous on a penalty. penalty. 
like, like in what like it's in Veer as well, and you're like you wouldn't expect him to do that, and then we do that the weekend, and we've we've taken like one point of Southampton when really we should have had four, oh, yeah. yeah, and you know you add that three points extra onto your total, and you got twenty eight points, and it looks all right, doesn't yeah. it? Um, and I know people will say, oh, that like uh, there was a lot of negativity after the game as well, which I. I think people just got it. I know, and but just, like, like, on like and you're, just, you're uh, devastated. But saying, like, it, we're more likely to get relegated because when we're, we've gained points this week, to me, it just seems like a, a logical, like, kind of thought process. I know it's, like, an irrational thing because you are disappointed, but, you the know... The tone had changed about yeah. an hour after. Yeah, I, 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 it, 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 you know, to, to me, it's... You know, the, there's there's something there that... To, to, there's stuff to work with, they're playing all right, and... They just need to get cut out the mistakes and, and get the results. Um, they need a one 0 win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know a good, place, know a good place to go and get that. <laughs> to be honest, well, I'd yeah. rather the three 0 win there. Uh, just I'd keep things. Just get through it. Just get through. The just thing just is, something <laughs> nil. I don't know I'm, I, not, I don't, I'm not fussy. I don't know if I'm watching it. Like I, I've been thinking about it. Like I kept on. I woke up in the night a couple of times and on Sunday. <laughs> and honestly, like I couldn't. I just kept thinking about like Virgil Van Dijk and that goal and. It's terrible, it's terrible. I woke up on Sunday it's, morning. It's, it's, I was good like, that, it's good that people are feeling like this again, though, about watching Sunderland again. You don't want to be apathetic, as it? Yeah, yeah. People, which, people which, which, becoming, is, yeah. which is apart from the cup final two years ago, uh, that sense of mm. apathy's prevailed for three years, yeah, going on four years. You usually, just and like, that's why I'm saying that's a. In a way, I was glad that I was so disappointed because I, I kind of felt that feeling. That passion's back yeah. inside yeah. me. Mm. It's back that that I care so much because I always assumed that. You know, do we get relegated this year? I probably won't be that bothered. The way I felt after Saturday suggests oh, yeah. mm. nothing could be further from mm. the truth. So now. much different than being like three 0 down at home at Norwich after less than an hour, and it's isn't the, it? It's the form since January. Yeah, and it's the yeah. new and it's the new players yeah. in particular that have that have made this yeah. they look, because they look like a team again, and there's a bit of consistency about them. And like we keep seeing how much the new guys look like yeah. they're enjoying. It. I mean, and I know we're repeating it's ourselves like, a bit. It's like buzzing. Gareth was saying, you like the players now as well. Yeah, people. Like Kirchhoff, the bite, like Corny's got like a personality about him as well as being a good player. Like, and and, we, and this this debate about what system the player's gone as well. I mean, when you're saying it's, it's not very good for the ITL show because we used to spend twenty minutes just <laughs> talking about. Um, so I'm just just trying to. Uh, just see. trying to break some news. I'm talking. I, I don't know, I've totally lost my uh, train of thought now, Gareth. <laughs> You're gonna have to say something now because it's terrible radio. If you yeah, don't apparently the Newcastle board are meeting in New York without. Head coach Steve McLaren, and the feeling is he will now be sacked. Oh no! That's according to Craig See, Hope from the Daily Mail. Nah. Doesn't quite work on Steve this McLaren's on, on air for us because this isn't live radio. <laughs> we're gonna have so to redo the whole show. I just apologise for however this sounds, um, but we're just going. Well, you got to. Re- I mean, reaction. To it, it is like a joke yesterday, saying like that Newcastle sacking McLaren would be as disastrous, well, more disastrous than that point. Those those two points dropped at Southampton and. You know, it, it, I was being facetious, but at the same time, you think it—you just don't want you—you you do worry that because Newcastle do have this habit of somehow yeah. managing a turn, like just when you think it couldn't possibly get any worse, to do something and manage to like wheedle wheedle a way out of it. You know, getting relegated, but manage to like be back in Europe within like two seasons <laughs> and things like that. You're very frustrating. So. I, mean, that, I think that's why it's even more, con- all the more concerning that they did, haven't got more points on the board from the last couple of games. Because if you had four or five points, 
mm. or even two, or even a three-point margin mm. with Newcastle. Is that all us feeling negative again now? The, 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 the listeners are witnessing, witnessing the show live here. Well, not live, but on on air when we're recording I, here. I think we it's... talk. We all bundle of laughs talking about positive. Gareth looks at Twitter, McLaren's gone, and suddenly we're all depressed again, thinking well, well, that's you know them going to win the derby to, now. To, then. Turn, to change tack then, I've, I was thinking about th- that again, though, and you know what? We've said we'll look at decent side at the moment. We've got to focus on getting... If we get more points than those two other teams and our game's remaining, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. we'll stay yep. up. And that that's how we got to look at it. And mm-hmm. I do believe that, I believe that this team are capable of getting more points. Um, and I think they will um, pick up points. It's just you surrender. Like it would be great to beat Norwich and Newcastle, but if you came away with those two games with draws, it wouldn't be the worst no, results no, in the world because you've all. taken points off. You've stopped them getting points <clears> on you. So you know that like those extra two points. But you know we've dropped points. You know people are saying that you know that Nor- that's how that game might define us or whatever. Well. You know, chucking it in under, you know, well, two and a little West Ham should have been three, ended up drawing two, two, stuff like the the Tottenham game where we, you know, looked good for a point and, you know, conceded, things like that. So, yeah, I think um, there's still, you know, if they can just, it's it's difficult to not look at other teams and what they're doing. Like I'll be like next weekend. I'll be watching like Norwich's game, yeah. and I'll be watching the Newcastle <laughs> game, and hoping, and I'll be watching the Norwich game the following week because I can. Um, <laughs> How? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. David Prutton's doing the comment. <laughs> yeah, apparently, so I'll be looking forward to that. Um, no, it's, so that's that's the thing, really. You just want to. You, you, you get absorbed by it all, don't you? It's that tension. You almost get as tense watching the other teams around yeah. you playing their games than you do watching your own because. You you want you want you give yourself the best opportunity when you do get the positive results to to gain an advantage on those two other teams. If you look at us in isolation as well, and I think I can't remember if it was you, Stephen, or you, Gareth. Um, all the neutrals are now tipping us to stay up. Yeah, probably because of Allardyce, I think. That's well, because of Allardyce, because of default. I don't like it. I don't like. It. But yeah, like we usually I like we the siege, mentality, the siege mentality. Definitely, but. It shows that we're in the, I was you know, listening the, radio we're in the best last night position now. And this morning, and every pundit there was saying, well, actually, it's probably only out of Sunderland and Norwich to stay up now. And I was Oof, thinking, come on. No, 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 no. Don't no, say no. that. That's don't say that. No. Yeah. But it does show, it does show that we are. And often, in how contrast, well a couple done. of weeks ago, I was listening to the radio station, and the way they were just writing Sunderland off at the time was just ridiculous. I was thinking, well, they, they, weren't, they weren't they? basing it on anything at all. Um, look at look at what Leicester done in the way. past. I prefer that yeah. way, I look think. at what Sunderland done in the past. You look at what Leicester did. Look where they are now. You know you, you can't just decide that you know teams are relegated, teams are cut adrift. Yeah. I mean, Apart from we, we might, yeah, we might do that. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, Villa look a bit. Villa no, 15, no, I don't think Villa look, keep, they look like a fifteen pointers. Yeah, yeah, they just keep yeah. chucking it in, don't they? Um, they don't. They, I mean, they're incomplete. Messed I mean, right about our great escapes, we were talking about how many points we had at this stage of our great escape two years ago. We were 18th. Yeah, we were only, yeah. and we had like games in hand and things like that. Villa were nowhere near as in with a shout as we were then. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you've just got to try and focus on the positive elements of, of Sunderland's football at the moment, and that's not something to usually hear. But I'm, jo- I'm like, you know. I'm enjoying it. You, you know, I've sat in the in the the ground and 
in the you know in the press box with Chris as well, and you you know you know what the atmosphere is like, especially you know in the press box in there, people are just like miserable and they're going on about how Sunderland are dreadful and the worst mm. team they've ever seen, you know, in the last few years under people like Poyet and you know and an advocate when when he was there, and it was lot very negative, even though they still managed to stay up, and it was almost like oh they don't deserve to go down, they yeah. don't deserve to stay up. Enemies of football, yeah, all this kind of thing, and at the moment we've got a good balance, we've got some flair. You know, it's interesting, isn't heart. it? It's interesting when, when you consider Allardyce's reputation. Yeah, but then and I po- always po- said po- though, it's this reputation yeah. as this yeah. very attractive football, and it's probably better than it has been in years. Yeah, but because it, it's you know it's intense. There's a good intensity. There's a there's a game plan there. Yeah. You know, game to game. It's not like we look flexible, you, don't a, we? Yeah, there's a, ba- you're rigid, there's a basis. Really rigid under Poyer. There's a there's a basis for it all, yeah. but it, it it's you know varies depending on the opposition. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a there's a good plan there, and he's a canny operator, isn't he? Allardyce, he, you know, he's been in the game for a long time and has has managed successfully at, at, at many clubs. And all West Ham will obviously dispute <laughs> that, you know, his contribution there. But he did progress them, you know, and he there went to like Diamond and stuff, and and then played down and in there and things. And he they were it. They looked a really good team when mm-hmm. we drew one one with them um, last That's was it season. last season? Last so season, yeah, for Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you know, I, I haven't got a problem with the, the team on the pitch at the moment. It's, but it's just so frustrating. I just don't think we should have twenty nine points. That, mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I think we probably should have twenty nine points now, which would be a point a game. Yeah, um, that's what you look at. But it's just, you know, you just hope it, it does. These little errors don't come back there, biting them on the backside. Can't believe we're going out like this <laughs> after the first half of the show, and then this, this, this. Well, you might not. There, there might be there might be arranging like a private, like a, like a surprise birthday <laughs> party. For please say it so. Party. Please say it so because this is going to be doing. This is going to be. We spoken already, but yeah. one irony of having a good transfer yeah. window and going down. The irony of, of Newcastle replacing the manager, him losing the first game, then winning the derby would be another one, and that would just be. It'll just be. So, it'll just be one of the, the coaches, one of the assistants. That's what they do, and try and bluff that way. Well, That's we'll, what I think we'll, they'll do. We'll, like, yeah. if they no do, good speculating because you know. by the time anybody listens to this, the, 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 <laughs> they might know one way or the other what's happening. So we'll just leave it there. We'll be back on Thursday uh, for the ITL, and as I say, we're going to get some uh, some guests on, some writers for who represent the teams: um, Norwich, Newcastle, Villa. Haven't decided on Palace. Probably not. Um, we're swaying towards no for that yeah, one at the moment. Say, yeah. Um, but we're, we're going to get them to go over the fixtures, and we're going to we did it last season, and it worked quite well. We got good feedback. Yeah, sorry, we didn't get. I always ask before the shows as well, like, oh, send us some questions on Twitter, and we never get round to them. Well, so well, sorry about that. Sorry, saws and that. Do it for Thursday. Send them in for Thursday. Thanks for listening. <laughs>